We have Robert and Kosha here uh, today. Uh, it's, it's such an honor to have you here to share your testimony. <laughs> so as we met up in the last couple of days and it was just amazing to hear how God has brought you through through your journey mm. and where God met you where he did. So I guess we're kind of here to share that and for sharing our testimony that it might inspire others to encounter mm. Christ in a similar way. I just kind of before I start, I want to say that maybe, you know, the testimony kind of happens every day. And and just because you have one a powerful experience or two powerful experiences, it is an ongoing journey. And it's not that in your faith, you're always like sort like you're sorted because you had a nice experience. Absolutely. That you, you had yeah. it once and then you always feel lovely and everything goes perfectly in your life because that's not true. Mm. So, you know, I suppose the testimony is for, for others and for myself and for us here. But also a reminder that it's an ongoing, yeah, <laughs> ongoing process that kind of materializes itself every day. And it's not done. Even if I had, you know, I have something to say, it's I, I'm... I'm going to experience more and I know that and it's not uh, that I always feel uh, that that grace so strong but it's it's present. So I grew up in Poland in 1980s, a period of time where with a lot of poverty and uh, hardship for everyday products like food and clothes and and my parents worked uh, very hard as opposed to kind of the typical Polish family, which would be a very religious family or parents that would always go to church because most Polish people would be Catholic. So the faith, like Irish people always meet me and say, or even believers, oh, Polish people are very, have strong faith. Well, maybe they do. I don't know all Polish people, so I can't yeah. really say, but um, in my family, it was a little bit different. Uh, all my friends would always go to church with their parents or the typical story would be like, go to church. And my parents were actually the opposite. I was sent to Sunday school, but I think out of convenience so that my parents had a kind of a free house for themselves. You know, they they, they were looking for a way maybe <laughs> to get rid of children yeah. and they could do their own thing. So I, I received the maybe education or I knew who... God was or Jesus was because I w would go to mass but I wouldn't go there with my family sometimes my brother would go there with me but my brother would always stand at the back of it and he hated it and I didn't really have um, maybe connection with God at the time but I I kind of liked going to church because it was very different to my family home in terms of I found it very organized and I find, found it very peaceful, maybe because there was a structure to it. And one can question, okay, you can say, okay, so maybe your you know, family was really messed up. I really can't say, I think I come from kind of regular, regular family, but uh, I really did find that church brought this peaceful um, ritual, that one thing led to another and I found it very soothing as a child. Mm. But was it just you who was going to church or was it with your siblings? So we were sent like 
we would go with my brother, but really we physically would walk there and then my my brother would stand in one, at one end and I would go to a different end. So it wouldn't be a shared experience. Mm. And your parents were okay with you just going to church? Yes, they were happy that we were outside, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to deal with us for an hour, you know. So I, I, that's how I perceived it, you know. So it, they, they wouldn't ask us, oh, did you have a nice mass or at all? There was no conversation about it. And my parents wouldn't go to church. Maybe once a year at Christmas Eve, that midnight mass, I think they were going there just for fun because there was a lot of singing. Well, my, my dad wouldn't sing at all, but my mom would <laughs> give it a boot. Um, so that was when I was a child. But there was something in my childhood that I always, like, um, sensed whenever I was really low or anxious I think I was quite an anxious uh, child to be honest when I, if I, when I look back at my life I didn't know it was anxiety at the time but now I can identify it there was an image that would always be with me and it would be before I go to bed or fall asleep or if I was particularly sad or low. And it would be a very visual. It was actually a, an image uh, that would come. And it's always been the same. And it kind of remains uh, in my life till today. And it's an image of light over my head. It's kind of circular and it's strong. It's warm. It's orange. And it's soothing. So I could physically experience that sensation and it would always come to my mind or to my heart or, I don't know, I just would connect with it when I was particularly low. And I, and I often thought about it and, and I still really, I, I really still can't figure out what that is. Like, I see it as God protecting me. So I put these words on me. Other people could say, oh, it's your personality, maybe you're survival, a survivor, maybe you're just strong, which I'm, as you see, probably not so physically strong. Or is it something like uh, dry for life? But I really, really felt like I see people collapsing or I saw myself collapse many times or I can break down, but I never, never, never gave up. And the reason... I never really truly gave up and I was on the verge of breaking up is because of that image that it would always come to me and it would always kind of soothe me. That's really, really strong in my life. And I can say mm -hmm. that it didn't, I don't perceive it as it's something within me that comes from me. I think it comes like I feel it's it, it comes from God. Because mm -hmm. I feel it, it's external rather than internal. But I know that a lot of people could say other things, but that's how I, that's mm. how I really feel it. Mm. And the same basically happened later on in my life. So through my teenage, I wasn't a really, maybe it's kind of hard to reveal all these things, but uh, as a teenager, I wasn't the happiest teenager. I had some eating disorder problems and... Uh, I had happy moments. I had, I've had. i always had good friends, but I definitely struggled uh, in my teenage um, um, times. How, how do you say? Yeah, teenage years. Years, yeah. thank you. And in my 20s, I 
wouldn't go to church. I wouldn't really connect with religion or faith. I wouldn't be, uh, maybe except for um, college uh, experience. I had a friend, Jehovah Witness, and uh, she would, you know, tell me if she would take me to uh, to the gatherings they would go. I was quite intrigued, but it wasn't for me. It was just too technical for me. I wouldn't have the patience mm. to study that much. But that image of light whenever I was really low and whenever I was on the verge of giving up or breaking up would always be there. And I think the strongest one, so that was the same through my 20s and 30s. And it was, and I made, I can say I made good choices in my life and I made really bad choices in my life that maybe I wouldn't like to discuss in detail, but uh, things that I had to confess and things I'm today, I can say I learned from, but I'm not very proud of, but you know, I had to live with it. And today I would say like, how could I have done it? And in my 30s, it was a few years ago, I was really uh, struggling again. And I think the strongest time when Jesus came to me was uh, through my best friend, Justina, who introduced me to uh, Marcin Zieliński, who's a Polish uh, charismatic. And he actually makes YouTube videos. He, He wrote two books, How to Rekindle Your Faith. And he talked about love of God and he talked about how Jesus loves us. And I gave it a few kind of spins and they're like 10 minute podcasts or YouTube Mm. videos, but it really resonated with me. And actually faith can really come through other people or it's just you open something, you open something in your heart or that possibility. But I remember that at that time. Uh, Jesus basically came to me when I was very, very low, very strongly in the form of maybe through those words that Jesus really loves you. And I heard those words many times, but I never connected with these words. But at the time, I really had an image of Jesus reaching out to me physically, holding me in all the shit I've done and in all the brokenness Mm. I had inside and it was a beautiful beautiful experience for me because it's hard to actually describe it but for two weeks I think it was over two weeks I would entertain the image but the image would be very vivid and I would have bodily sensations all over where Jesus would hold my hand and I would encourage it and I was like okay call me crazy I don't care (laughs) Uh, I'm going just to go for it. And I was walking with Jesus. I was holding hands with Jesus on the street. Uh, I was sometimes running with him. I would, when I was driving, Jesus would be on the seat with me. And we were having great conversations when I, I was just inviting those images of joy and being held and being loved and being accepted. And it was the moment when I actually realized that I had never been loved this way before. I had never been with all due respect to my parents whom I love, but I had never been loved the way I felt love uh, by Jesus at the time. And I knew again that this is, this cannot be from me. This cannot be from my family. This cannot be from anybody else because I had felt so much compassion and love and acceptance and being held 
that cannot physically come from anything I have had ever encountered. My testimony is the testimony of real one-to-one personalized love, acceptance that I craved or craved for since I was born and I probably hadn't received at that amount. And I could only physically experience it from God, mm-hmm. you know, and now it filled my heart and I can, you know, heal other relationships and yeah. reach out to people at that level. It's meeting someone real, like blood and flesh. And of course, and, and I have to also say in this testimony, I don't have these images every day now. I don't have them. I have to pray. I have to have a routine. I have good days. I have low days. But it is there accessible to me that it had never gone away. And it's also now it's kind of my work to to nourish that. You know, uh, I was very blessed that that grace uh, came to me. Thank you.